1: what's going on everybody welcome to episode 470 of flow wrestling radio live i'm your host christian piles joined today by my two quarantine buddies coming out from wisconsin ben Askren. ben how are you doing i'm good i've been uh i've been self-quarantined i've seen only my mom
2: and obviously the people who live with me since last friday uh i thought it was a good idea and uh I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm not totally scared that the world's going to end, and I don't think like it's just like the flu. I th- I think there's probably some middle ground there, and so I here, here's the bet I made, Christian. I figure it's better safe than sorry. If you know, if we bet wrong, we all just do whatever we want. and It gets really bad. We're kind of effed. If we bet, hey, listen, I'm just gonna stay at my house for a week and see what happens. Listen, I'm bored a little bit, and you know, I read a few books, hang out with my family. But what's so bad about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think. I think that's the mentality I think everyone has to have at this point. It's like, well, yeah, the alternative is really bleak and dire. And if it isn't, uh, if it's over the top and too much and okay, well, like you said, the worst case scenario, there is, a, there is a real economic impact on everyone. Just staying yeah, at home. True. Yeah. Um, but as far as from a personal standpoint and playing the long game, I think it makes sense for us to be as isolated as, as we can be, um, obviously like flow is instituted a work from home policy unless you're doing a studio show did, did um, you guys take your temperature no that's what
2: they're doing in singapore singapore's at zero deaths. everybody takes their temperature every single morning um and if they're showing signs they, they go in and, yeah i mean I, I, listen i'm not a doctor so i shouldn't be giving this advice i'm just re- i'm just telling you what i read in the newspapers
1: do you take your temperature well, I'm only around the same five people. I, I don't leave my house. Smart. So, yeah, no, I mean, I feel I feel great. I think everyone feels great. That's part of the problem with coronavirus is that you feel great. Yes. And for a couple weeks, and you're contagious and stuff, right? And then, yeah. then you have it, and it, it can turn into a really dangerous thing. So, actually, we don't have a full work-from-home policy, but basically everyone's working from home. Yeah. Um, so, man, Ben, we haven't done this show since they canceled NCAAs. Did you realize that? Well, just I was telling everyone last week,
2: it felt everything happened so fast. It felt like an eternity was going by. I mean, if you think about, if you think about just like last Wednesday, last Wednesday was the day they finally said no fans didn't say tournament. Everyone's like, Whoa, what the hell? Oh my God. And then you remember the, I think it was Thursday the The team from lacrosse said they're not going to let it the school is not going to let us compete at nationals, and everyone was up in arms about that. And then they re, they reinstated them, but then by the next morning, everything had been canceled kind of across the board. It was just like dominoes fell so quickly that people almost couldn't get out of the way. It was wild.
1: It's it's it is wild. And what has been, I guess, tough for me is. I don't know. I mean, if you listen to the show, you kind of had our thoughts on how we were feeling about it throughout from – and David Bray was pulling up yeah. clips when you actually been – I don't know if you remember this, but you, when you were talking about 1FC having fights yeah. in front of empty crowds, you said, what if that was – what if they do that for NCAAs? And Bracky and I just kind of like – we're like, yeah, right. We laughed. We literally laughed, <laughs> right? That was, that was like late February. Yeah. And so it's just – for, for that to be kind of the thought, and then even at Big Ten's, we're like, okay, whatever, we're gonna go. Be careful, wash our hands. But I was not worried at all,
2: Mm-mm. really. And no, not at all. I figured so. For me, it was like a clock ticking. Like, shoot, like please, please, another day go by faster. Another day go by faster. Another day go by faster. Let's just get through like April five for the Olympic trials. Yeah, and then and then if, you know if we want to take off after that, we take off after that. But yeah, I I, I felt like it was a clock ticking.
1: So I didn't. And then all of a sudden, Wednesday, okay, no seating, as you mentioned. And then Thursday was the day everything yeah. was getting shut down. All these tournaments, all these sporting events, all these companies. And at that point, I was like, okay, this is... And now it's 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 funny because on Thursday, the the worst thing that could happen to me was the NCAA tournament it's not going to happen. That is like... For me, as fun a week as I have in my life and that felt Seriously. like the biggest thing, right? And now not having NCAAs feels like so small, right? It's like, okay, what in this grand scheme of things yeah. now I'm like, man, I was really overreacting to something that was and I'm I still am so sad. I was supposed to, I was supposed to be on a plane yeah. right now on the way to Minneapolis mm-hmm. to see my dad, to bring my son. They were gonna have a, a, a week together. And, and now that's not happening, and now we don't get all these – I mean, NCAA wrestling and the NCAA wrestling tournament is like what birthed my insane fandom for this sport. So it's always going to be so, so important to me. But, man, in light of everything that's going on, it's hard for me to think about that being small to me, but it really it really is right now.
2: Yeah, I uh, – it, it felt like everyone was – I mean, so I was. Well, I actually just reposted a, a tweet I made on February fourth from when I was kind of following the situation in China and how bad it seemed to be over there. And um, you know, I, I reposted that. It seemed like last week everyone was just bothered by the inconvenience to their own lives, hmm. and they didn't even see you know what kind of problem it was. It was like last you know last Friday they closed down all the schools in Wisconsin. We closed down our academy. And it was like over the weekend. i like, I told him like. Amy might have a big play date on Saturday with a bunch of people. I'm like, nah, we ain't doing it. We're staying home. I Listen, I don't know that it's going to be terrible, but why, why take a chance? And then, you know, she was watching on Instagram as everyone's just going out and living their lives. It's like nobody has any fear of this, whatever. And they're more annoyed about the inconvenience of their own life. When I don't look at it, I can't tell you this is going to be a really serious national crisis, but it sure feels like what's going to happen.
1: I mean, th- think of the track record. I mean, yeah. The, the, there's no. I can't think of any example. when I was talking with my mom, and th- this just really hasn't happened in America. And I mean, in 1918, there was the really horrible Spanish flu. But beyond that, there's there's no track record other than war where the country comes to a shutdown in the way that it has.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, what else is uh, schools essentially canceled nationwide? I I don't think it's ever happened since you know, again since you said 18 uh, 1917 or whatever.
1: Yeah, and they uh they're out my kids are out till April 6 at least and they basically already yep. sent an email that said listen that's just like the earliest we would ever go back and i i a lot of schools are not going to go back right my mom uh, was yep. basically saying they she's a she's a school nurse she's like i don't think we're going to go back uh at all she thinks there's a really strong likelihood they already canceled the Texas standardized testing which is called star testing which is like the thing everyone or not everyone, but most grades have to take. It's the big thing. They already yeah. canceled those. So I think we're looking at n- no return to school for a lot of the country.
2: Seriously. Yeah. Right. This is wild. It is wild. I was following on, on Twitter. There's some, there's some possible listen again, not a doctor, not giving medical advice. It, it appears that there, ha- there are some promising, um, medical possibilities coming through either from a vaccine perspective or from, uh, you know, a uh, fixing the problem perspective what you have it so ho- hopefully those pan out
1: yes yes i uh man it's yeah, i am hopeful it has been cool you know talking about like the the medical research it has been good cool i guess maybe reassuring to see how seriously all these you know private companies are taking this you know they're like they're shutting down they're um limiting how much they're working but they're also coming together to, to help the country you know so that's been encouraging. I guess there have been some good things, but if you're a wrestling fan, it's just the worst because basically the, the best two weeks we were ever going to have in wrestling the next four yes, years ever, were coming up. Ever, ever. ever, Nothing would ever have topped the NCAs in Minneapolis in a football field and then two weeks later, the Olympic trials. That That's untoppable. And now it's not, it is not happening. We were, there is no NCAA tournament. Un- There's no NCAA un- tournament. Untoppable. Untoppable. so in, in all that so no NCAAs and there's a thousand sad stories that go along with that um, and then for yeah
2: I, I I think we should talk about Christian I I, th- I think you had it in the doc, but we should we should talk about what what storylines are, are we the most sad about and obviously you know the, the scene the college juniors is the one that I think you know a lot of people bring up but I, I'm gonna say also uh, Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh my god! They had gosh. it. The, they had. They had it in the bag, dog. They had it. They were going to win. There was no way they were going to lose. It was almost an impossibility at
1: this point, and they don't get to win the national title. I can't imagine the the emotions you feel if you're if you're if you're on that team. If you're Coach Brands, I mean, that is just how do you how do you just say? And, and we're all saying the same thing, like. You know, it probably is the right thing considering everything. I never thought that would be the right thing. On Thursday, I didn't think it was the right thing to to cancel NCAAs. I thought it was um, an overreaction. But that has has to be such incredible hurt to have that taken away from you in a way that is completely outside your control. It's one thing if, you know, guys get hurt or guys get sick or you have a bad turn, but you just – you just don't get to have the tournament. You don't even get to prove it. Yeah. You never get to know the tournament is gone. The season is gone. And basically all you can ever say is, well, we were number one the whole year. And and that's it. There's no, there's no team. Yeah. There's no way to make the team competition happen. And um, there's no they can way still, they can still win next year. But, you know, what are they going to do with this eligibility stuff? What if all these guys get yours yeah. and take them?
2: Um, Cause that- like, I was thinking, I was thinking Penn state, what if they got Kassar back? Right. Or. If they have Kasar or Kirkland back and then, you know, they could insert some of these freshmen they got coming into their lineup. Um, Kassar will not. Yeah. Be, I mean,
1: Kassar didn't even want to come back this year, really. He had to be okay. basically talked into it a couple of different ways before he decided to come back. And then, you know, there's a reason he was going to come back for the last chance qualifier and not NCAAs, yeah. right? Like yeah, yeah. That's, that's only like, that's one week apart. And with Big Tens within two weeks apart, he's, he didn't want to come back. Right. Yeah. So he won't be back, but they have Kirkfleet, right? And if Hall and Chenzo are back, maybe they slide things around to make room for Staraki or Strohke. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how it would all seriously. work, but Penn State will be better next year, especially or if Cornell. They, right. Cornell like, would be better too. The, the next, yeah. I mean, the the team race next year goes from what it was this year, which is Iowa and then everyone else, and you now Penn State was the only one with even a remote outside maybe 5% shot if everything went right for them and everything went wrong for Iowa. But it wasn't going to happen. Now this yeah. year, next year, Cornell is going to be filthy. Michigan's going to be filthy. Iowa will be back with basically everyone plus Jaden Ironman. But the, the the level of competition that they're facing is so much higher. And then there's Penn State, yeah. right? And, so, and the other thing, Christian, that – it, it it
2: is tremendous to get a whole team through a season without having an injury. Yeah. Not, I mean Iowa took all ten in the nationals, relatively <laughs> healthy, right? We don't. There's no serious injuries. That's that's a task. That's tough to do.
1: It is tough to do.
0: You also just get like that momentum rolling. You get in a groove. Um, everything's yep. clicking. And who's to say that's going to be the case next year? yeah uh, yeah i I feel awful for Iowa and especially the coaching staff that I feel like for since Penn State's been on this run has just taken a beating by yeah. their own fans mm-hmm. um and then this year, when you come into the season and Penn State is the favorite to win again hundred percent and you literally took control of the team race right after Thanksgiving and never looked yep. back and kept distancing yourself they Penn State caught up a little bit after big tens, but still fifty point difference. Yeah. Um they they just did an incredible job and, and to see that take it from them really sucks.
1: Yeah, it would have been it would have been and you're right, the anytime you're not winning at Iowa, there's gonna be criticism and critiques. And it'd been it'd been a long time. It'd been since two thousand ten since they mm-hmm. last won NCAAs, right? Yeah. And that that fan base was getting anxious. And I think I think regardless, I think Iowa and Iowa fans, they they're they're scaling. They know that they turned the corner on this and that they're they were the best team this year. So I don't think there's any um, second guessing. But there is a moment of vindication coming for for all of Iowa and the Iowa coaching staff, et cetera. And uh, they didn't get to have that. It's, it's highly unfortunate. Oh, did we lose Ben? Yeah, Ben, come back. You there?
0: Wait, there he is. Here. There he is. Yeah, there you go. You froze for a second.
1: Yeah, well, my computer froze uh, for a quick (laughs) second.
2: Had to reboot it. Uh, Are we still talking about how bad we feel for Iowa?
1: Yeah, we (laughs) were. Uh, I was just saying that their moment of vindication was coming for sure for the coaches, etc. For them to not get to have that, I I can't imagine what they're feeling right now. And again, it all feels small. Listen, this is a wrestling show. We're gonna talk about wrestling. Just caveat, everyone knows that the coronavirus and that is is bigger than anything we're talking about, but we're still going to explain probably how people are feeling and what's going on in the wrestling world. So um, we are going to continue to do the show, guys. Absolutely. So, okay, so
2: I was probably a a really good one that we feel bad for. Yeah. Um, College seniors, do we want to go one by one or do we want to just talk about other things that we – I mean, like the other thing I was thinking about Four times is Spencer gonna be able to win four national titles or are they just gonna what they give him another one, are they gonna redo this one? Here's, uh,
1: what are they gonna do? Well they're they're they already basically said the spring athletes will. Yeah, they which did. which is great. Yes. Which makes me mm-hmm. think that winter athletes will. But there's a couple things. One, who's gonna take it, who won't take it? Like Seth Gross right. is like, I'm I am i am done. I was an NCAA champion, he's a six year, um, his yeah. body, there's, et cetera, he's probably just ready to move on with his life. But for you know someone like Spencer, Spencer could have Olympic redshirted this year, and it would have not have counted, right? And he could just be training for the Olympics, and then next year he would wrestle. Now I think it's um, he he made the decision for the team to wrestle, which is great, yeah. and hopefully mm-hmm. that decision uh, is ultimately vindicated by him getting an additional year. But imagine Spencer Lee can't be a four time. I mean, my Ru- Caleb, my son told me he's going to sue the NCAA if they don't give him the chance to, to win, uh, (laughs) four titles. He's like, I'm going to sue the NCAA. So he's literally looking into legal matters. So that Spencer has the opportunity to win. And he thinks he also thinks that he should be named the NCAA champion because he would have won. Did you guys see they're going to do the Hodge voting anyways?
2: Yeah. Which is, I think next week, it's gotta be Spencer, right?
1: I guess so. That's who I'm voting for, um, Spencer, and then, yeah. you know, Colin I guess... Colin Moore's probably number two, or Deacon? Colin, Deacon. Um, Gable? Gable's in the mix. There's, maybe, um, That's, that's all the theory. undefeateds, I believe. Yeah, because well, 84 those, yeah, is no undefeated. Uh, 74, nobody. 65, nobody. 49, everyone's lost. 41, they all lost. 33, yeah. they all lost. Jazz Tucker. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the big four lost, you're right. But not Chaz. Yeah, so I feel – I mean, for me, the, the number one guy that I think you have to feel the most for is Taylor Lujan. Not Ooh, an All-American yet. He's a senior, a fifth-year senior. He's been right there to place, and now he's the one seed at the weight that a Panther just won the year before. And yeah. you don't even get to wrestle. That is, that is brutal. Yeah,
2: I mean, I I don't want to say like I don't want to rank them in orders I feel bad for obviously order of there's sadness, order of sadness. He that that's a great one. Um, I think Luke Pletcher would be another really good one. A guy who he was not ne- you know he was good but he's never really in the national title mix. And now all of a sudden you're thinking, damn, this guy could win a national title as a senior. Uh, Colin Moore, another guy who's never won a national title, came up short a few times. You know, t- tasted it almost almost was there. Um you know, what, third, fourth, second, you know, there's, man, there's so many of those guys, but you know, Colin Morley you say he gets, to, no, he's done.
1: Right. He's done. Yeah. I oh, mean, if God. he, if he doesn't get another year, uh-huh. who knows if he'd even want another year, but you know, if yeah. so, what, you know, what happens there? And that's yeah. the other thing with this race. If, for, as we look to next year, cause that's all we can do. If, if all these guys come back, man, we're looking at the most loaded NCAAs ever next year. If, ever if, if they ever if they come back even if a large percentage maybe if half of the the top guys come back we're looking at a, a filthy filthy ncaa's but yeah. we don't know if that's going to happen then, then it's
2: almost unfair to the next crop right like that that next group of kids who are trying to achieve i mean christian right i listen i'm not i'm just playing I'm, I'm i'm playing all ang- well you have to be slightly don't be so don't be so black and white here Think about think about if you were redshirting right now. Okay, yeah. let's let me pick a weight. You're redshirting at 197 pounds, and you're saying, "Okay, next year Colin Moore's going to be gone. I'm gonna have a really good chance to win a national title." And now Colin Moore's not gone, or Mark Hall's not gone, or Virginia Joseph is not gone, right? And, and now there's all these seniors there in your weight class. So essentially, you have five years of talent stuff within four years. And you wanted to be an all timer, you don't yeah. feel bad at least slightly. A well, if be, bit. well, if you want to be
1: well, if you want to be an all timer, why can't you be? What's stopping them from being an all timer?
2: Well, I think there's a lot of all timers we where we say, okay, if we would have put the guy who graduated in their weight class, they wouldn't have won four titles or three titles. I, I mean, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head because I've never thought about the possibility of this happening, but I'm sure you know it's it's been there. Yeah. I mean, like, if I if I wrestle as a red shirt, my, my career is not nearly as good. So, that, you know, obviously that would be that next group of guys.
1: Right. Um, I guess my thought is, in terms of fairness, the least fair thing is to wrestle an entire season and not be able to wrestle NCAAs. Yeah. You're so right. That, that problem getting solved just takes priority one to me. And if you're yeah. a red shirt and you can't start because you're not better than the guy in front of you. As crappy as it is, if he would have been gone anyways, if it weren't for this coronavirus, I get it. But in terms of the hierarchy of fairness, like the better guy yeah. wrestling always makes sense to me. So yeah, it's not good if you're if you're Michael Beard hypothetically and you're ninety seven, you were gonna be a starter this year and Shakur Rashid comes back and you can't beat Shakur Rashid, unfortunate, yeah. but also kind of the deal, right? It's just like I don't know. Yeah. Shakur Rashid's there. Yeah. Maybe that's not the best example, but that's just what. No,
2: no, no. You, you're, you're right though. I mean, again, I can feel bad for multiple, multiple people, even though some are obviously worse, worse than others. Um, can I, can I be a self, do a selfish one here? Yeah, I love them. You know, you know, I told you guys this last week about my bracket. The bracket, it's like you look at the bracket, and you know a whole bunch of two and three seeds and four seeds are gonna lose, but you don't know who it's gonna be. And you look at the bracket like. I can't imagine this happening. I can't imagine this happening, but yet you still know it. It, it is in fact going to
1: happen. Right.
2: Christian. We'll, we'll never know who they would have been.
1: I know that's, the we'll thing. never that's, know. We'll never know who is going to be like the Tariq Wilson, the Kyle. Cannell. Yeah. Who's going to be, I forget who really broke out last year, but guys that are just like the show starters, David Tural and yeah. Madison yes. square garden, like just things happen that just they're totally unpredictable. And it's why we love NCA so much. Um, you know, there there were so many great matches that were going to happen that we don't even know about. We can highlight the ones we think are going to be good, but you you can't predict any of it, and that's what we're getting deprived of here. And um, yeah, yeah, really, really stinks. And the other thing, you know what's what's got to be so tough for for wrestlers? Wrestlers, I feel like are always people that like they had the next date in mind and they know yeah. when the next thing's coming and what they're tr- now. Not only do they not have NCAs to train for or wrestle in, they don't know they're not able to practice. A lot of them, a lot of them, I forget. Yeah. which – Oh yeah, like Stanford. I, I was messaging what? with Ray Blake. He's like, we're we can't even have practice. He's like, he said we're not going to probably see our team for several months. Right. So these mm-hmm. ultra regimented people are losing that structure in their lives, and they also think about these senior level athletes. They they have they've had yeah. April fourth and fifth circled for yeah. Probably over a year, right? Now, not only is April 4th and 5th gone with the Olympic trials, they don't even know when that got moved to. We don't know when the Olympic trials are going to be. The Olympics themselves are in jeopardy. We don't know when they're going to happen. We don't know if they could be moved. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Ben, like the Olympics, but it's wild.
2: I I interviewed Kielo Miracle yesterday. Uh, on the rudest podcast i think that will be posted sometime today go but kayla. Her, her her attitude well yes yeah, so she just qualified to wait for america thank Great you job kayla uh but her attitude she's like give me three weeks i'll train for two weeks then i'll take a week to taper then i'll be ready to go that's all i need uh, i thought i would if i was an athlete i i know i'm way way more like you know like I, this is so annoying i would be driven crazy uh that i didn't have a date a specific date Uh, that I need to be ready at or by, uh, it would have made me insane. But she was like, eh, give me three weeks. I'll train hard for two weeks and then I'll take a week off and we'll be good.
1: That's the mentality you probably need to get in your brain for this scenario because it's probably going to be something like that unless... Yeah. You know, maybe they back it up way. Maybe they say, hey, you know what? We don't want to interfere with anything. We want to take no chances and we're going to say late June is when this is happening and that's when we're going to do it. In which case, you know, that may make sense. Then you have like... A month out before Olympics and that probably makes sense periodization wise I guess I don't know maybe that's too quick a turnaround considering they got to Japan
2: yeah and we don't even know that that that, I mean Japan's doing a really good job right now with coronavirus but I I think it's hard to say whether it's even going to happen I mean when you see when you see what's going on in Europe right now and it's like dude when's it going to happen
1: and, and more than anything, it's like, okay, Japan's doing a good job. Do you think Japan is is letting people from all over the world, no. hundreds of thousands of people come into their country? That's the problem. No. So they're doing yeah. a good job because they're probably taking a somewhat of an isolationist perspective, right? No one's probably going yeah. in there. They're not having a bunch of Chinese people or people from all over the country coming into their country right now. So if you say in July we're going to let the world come to our thing, it's a it's really probably a matter of national security for Japan to not let that happen. So as wonderful as it would be for the country to have the Olympic games, allowing that be. And plus Japan is like this. Tokyo is like this concentrated tight area. It could be a total, like it could get out of control so fast. Right. And is that a risk that you want to take for sport? Right. That's, that's the question that Japan is going to have to answer. Is that the risk you want to take for to maintain this tradition? I say you back it up. I say you make the call now and back it up and let's say, okay, let's have the 2020 Olympics in December. Maybe you have to do that. Maybe say something like yeah. that.
2: I, I read an article and I, I, I can't—I don't remember the exact point now. Um, I've read a lot in the last couple of days. Sorry, guys. But it said that if they do postpone it, it will be postponed for two years. And I, I don't recall what their exact reasoning was
0: two years Sp- space yeah insane. like it's like, gonna be a while
2: well why not well, One if they, I, I mean well i don't I remember what it said. it said it was i don't remember the reasoning but it said if they do post if they postpone it at all it will be postponed for two years okay that makes Man. sense. yeah
1: so what if we set our team i mean i'm sure some teams have already had their trials what, yeah. if you're, what if you're the 2020 Olympian for your thing and the Olympics aren't yeah. to be totally, They would have to redo – I mean, I'm not just talking about wrestling. There's so many sports that probably already have their team. You anyway. would have to. You would have to redo it, right? Yeah. And imagine the joy of being Olympian and then you're not. And then imagine we're not qualified at 65 in 2020 because, you know, Zane gets pinned. Yeah. And then we're not qualified for two more years. Who knows how the landscape would change?
2: Seriously people be bulking balking season baby or or
1: yeah or they getting yeah. real real skinny real fast yep yep so man i didn't realize 2 years was in there i i saw like december maybe would be a time although for summer olympics are so much outside japan i believe gets pretty dang cold in the winter so yeah. that that could be incredibly problematic right you have an outdoor track yeah. having the marathon in 30 degrees or i don't know how cold <laughs> it would be there that would be that'd be tough to yeah. run that far those people are skinny not a lot of um uh, additional well, tissue actually, to keep them warm
2: I, I don't want to push back here christian but th- don't they like running when it's cold
1: well like, i think i remember cold
2: and then there's isn't this chicago marathon in like september october and i always remember thinking like i remember reading one article like oh my god if the chicago marathon if it turns out to be a hot day they're all screwed because they can't run when it's hot yeah oh
1: it wouldn't be that are bad. you googling
2: yeah, ideal you- temperature to run a marathon <laughs>
1: No, oh That's well you' you're for sure right that you don't want it to be like you know eight or nine. you probably want it in the '50s or 60s um I'm just trying to look at the temperature here. oh, it looks like it's pretty normal historical average. oh like, my God Christian
2: what <laughs> the ideal temperature run marathon I googled it
1: night 40 uh, 49 point4 degrees oh my gosh Perfect. we're gonna, we're gonna have the best marathon times ever sit <laughs> now sand volleyball. Beach volleyball. Oh, wait. That's a chilly situation. <laughs> That's only for men. For
2: women, it's actually 51.8 degrees. Need a little warmer. Okay. Good to know. I wonder why. Less fat, maybe?
1: I don't know. Is that true? That I have sense. no
2: idea. No, right. women have more fat generally, more yeah. muscle for men.
1: Yeah. Huh.
2: Who's I say? have no idea.
1: Uh, But it looks like you could do that. But, you know, beach volleyball, they're going to have to borrow, like, Phelps' swimsuit or something is like a the, like bodysuit. Okay. So, the Olympics, we don't know. The Olympic trials, we do know. That got moved. Last chance qualifier got moved. And we just got in the Pan Am Olympic qualifier in Ottawa, Canada. Our man, Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr., was on the scene in Canada. He made it back to America. I know he made it back to America. I assume he got back safely to Austin, Texas because um, – he, f- he landed in Detroit and I knew he was in Detroit. And, um, yeah, I guess he's back. So, he's back. okay, I'm so they, sure they,
2: they did, in fact, they let him come back. That's good.
1: Yeah, yesterday he joined our content meeting from like uh the airport in Detroit. Okay, nice. Nice. Yeah. nice. So he's going to be on lockdown. Uh, okay. But he's back. That happened. We qualified uh, 14 weights, I believe, for the Olympics, something like that. 11.
0: No, 11. Fifth, 14. Wait.
2: Wait, no, but total 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 wise, we're at fifteen of eighteen, correct?
1: Yes. So we're missing like, two two Greco weights and one men's freestyle weight. All our ladies are qualified. Our girls. our
2: girls team is really good. It's really good. I mean, just across it's the board, like be nasty. You could see a medal in every single weight class.
1: I I really think so. I think the way the weights have shifted, I think we're looking really, really strong there. We're gonna have a good team. Um so good job by the by the uh, women's freestyle team. Greco got four which I think is you're you gotta be really excited about that. Um and it's gonna because if you don't get it done at Pan Am's it is gonna be so tough this year to do it at last chance. Because everyone's there and there's one last chance. And and the thing I've been talking about a lot is we've been talking about 65 we really didn't yes. qualify that weight in 2016, okay? Here's what happened. Pan Am's in 2016. Oh, yeah. Pan Am's in 2016. Metcalf lost to Gomez. Huge upset. Yes. We never lost to Gomez before. Very controversial match. Um, mm-hmm. some, some bad calls in there, but whatever. That's just the nature of it for Brent Metcalf. I think he got a big lead and kind of like – I don't know if he wore out or what happened, but – he wasn't able to wasn't able to beat Gomez, and then trials happens, and Frank Molinero is our Olympian, so he goes to the first last chance qualifier, falls short. And remember how well Frank was wrestling? I mean, he balled out at, yep. at World Cup. He had a great World Cup, beat a, a number of nationally ranked guys, beat some world medalists. Then he goes to the, the the first last chance qualifier and falls a little short. He almost makes it for the second one, but doesn't quite meet the threshold. But he happens to lose to the right guy, which I believe was uh, Gajiev of Poland, formerly of Russia. That guy tested for meldonium in the past, right? And because yep. of that, he got pulled out. This was during all the meldonium stuff. So they said, no, you're out, and that slides Molinero in, and he would have placed high enough, so Molinaro's in. But then they go back and yep. say, so he didn't really qualify at the tournament. So then they go back. And they say, well, actually, the meldonium thing was fine because he tested positive for a long time. Or the amount that he tested for was so small that it was okay. So they ended up letting Gajiev in as well. as. And then we were freaking out because we're like, oh, my gosh, does that mean Molinaro is not going to be in now? They said, no, Molinaro can still go. So that was what we had to do to qualify in 2016, we we had our best rep we had had since basically Zatik in terms of like actual international yeah. results because he beat a lot of really really good guys. And even then, we didn't qualify outright. And now you tell me in 2020, two last mm-hmm. chances are combined into one, and our Pan Am opportunity was our best opportunity to do it. Yeah. And that's done. And if we're losing to the DestroBats of the world. I don't feel optimistic we're going to get this weight qualified compared to our opportunity at Pan Ams. I remain cautiously optimistic that we'll find a way to get it done. But if you look at the countries that are not qualified at at twenty uh, twenty, at 65 kilograms, it is going to be incredibly yeah. difficult. And, and Zane being opposite of Tobier is the best thing. I mean, you couldn't have drawn a better bracket yeah. for a USA at 65. And he gets pinned, and just like that, one little slip-up maybe kept America out of the Olympics at 65 kilograms.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so so much to dig into there that you said, Christian. Uh, and it's kind of like uh, it seems petty to be annoyed about some of these things now. Obviously, Zane was one of the guys who had a great draw. But some of these other draws where they put us on the same side as Cuba, notably 57 kilograms and 86, it just seems so absurd that they can't figure out how to properly seat a bracket still when we're talking about an Olympic berth on the line.
1: Right. I I agree with Gilman and, and Ortega on the same side. But apparently if we had wrestled it, uh if Gilman had wrestled the week before at Pan Am's, he could yeah. have been like seated opposite Ortega. But I don't think he wanted so to go is, ba- back to back weeks. W- was that a mistake to make on USA wrestling part? Well, ultimately, no, because he won. But um, perhaps, yeah. but also at the same time, you got to remember this was supposed to be Dayton Fix, not Thomas Gilman. So Gilman probably said, uh, "I'll just do it the one time, make fifty-seven. I don't want to make fifty-seven two times in a week. Yeah. That's crazy at this point, and basically in an international wrestler career. That's like." a really weird thing to ask. Just, yeah. Just that yep. just doesn't happen anymore, right? For these guys is even though Gilman played uh-huh. one twenty five two times in a weekend, it's just a different thing for him to do it, uh, twice in a week. So I think he probably said, No, I'll just get it done here. I'll either be seated opposite or I'll beat Ortega outright and he was able to do that. I think under normal circumstances, maybe you say, um, you know, no, don't get, you know, give it a shot, try to do it, but I understand why he made that decision and uh, I'm just glad it worked, man. It was I was the way that first period materialized. I was like, man, this is going to be tough because he was Ortega so savvy, he kept grounding himself mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and then he got. But he was tired well, at the period break. How about how about that lace
2: though? That lace was tight.
1: Oh my god! The first
2: one right off the bat. Thomas oh my Thomas Gilman right?
1: has some mutant will slash strength or some sort of <laughs> ligament <laughs> thing that he doesn't go over. How do you not go over in that? I mean that that lace was perfect. I was like, I yeah. when he had it, I was like, this will be the time he finally gets laced because the whole thing about Gilman is like we. Wait, well, he's ne- he's never been laced ever. We, he's like basically never been turned, other than when we saw Dayton gut him at Final X. We were yeah. we have scoured so much film. Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. could maybe confirm, but he like basically doesn't get turned. I think it wow. was. Did Nato have like the craziest, tightest lace ever in 2017 on him and he wouldn't go over? He just doesn't go over in the lace. Yeah, because
2: Ortega was all the way down to the toe. So he had crossed over the shin and was all the way down on the toe. And it's like, oh my God, how is he? You know, I knew the result when I watched it because I watched it. It's like, dude, how did he not go over in this? Like if I was watching live, I thought he'd be going over 100% for sure.
1: It, I don't know if he has this the craziest toughness or there's, some, there's something special about him either here or in his ligaments that he doesn't go over. And that's not the well, first yeah. time I've seen him in a lace like that. I'll I'll try to find that Tomasello Gilman. I'm pretty sure okay. it was that the 2017 Challenge Tournament Finals where he had the tightest lace and he just doesn't go over. So, yeah, he doesn't go – I'm so glad you mentioned that because I completely forgot about yeah. that because a thousand things happened after that match that, or during yeah. that match afterwards because he kept grounding it's himself.
2: Got, yeah, it's got to be the ligaments, like you're saying, Christian. Because you see guys like um, uh, Anthony Ashnault popped his, uh, you know, ligament. Obviously, trying to hit. I the, when I went to Omaha uh, Lincoln to work out, with Jordan Burrows, uh, he got one on me, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to defend it. And I felt my knee pop a little bit. And I'm like, okay, never mind. Here I go. <laughs> I started rolling. Here I go. I'm not effing my knee up over this, right? No way. Uh, So it's just like, yeah, that one was absurd how tight it was, and he did not go over. It was really impressive.
1: Yeah, yeah, very, very impressive from Gilman. And he ends up getting – he got to short offense several times, couldn't score, couldn't score, and then finally wound up there and um, got the knee tap and circled the other way, and that's what he needed. And, man, as he – it's the match I think I've seen so many times go the wrong way for Team USA. You get up by a yeah. point, and then you you do the thing where you're like, okay, I'm done scoring for now, and I'm just going to try to hang on at the end. And I've seen that game get played in, to USA falling so many different ways because we're just not great at that, at being on yeah. the defensive with the international rule set. But ultimately he was able to hold them off and have enough to – not give up the takedown at the end there. Ortega was kind of shot as well. He was tired, which is a credit to Gilman as well.
0: Um, Going back to 65 qualifying real quick, it could get a little bit easier if they have those because the other three remaining Continentals got postponed. Yeah. So they're going to take two from from each of those, so it could get a little bit easier at last chance. It's still not going to be easy whatsoever.
1: Oh, yeah. It's definitely Nato Gilman. I'm watching it right now. I'll tweet the uh, – he almost goes okay. like hand-to-hand. It, the lace is so tight. I'll even do you one better. I will link from the current time so you can see the uh, – Oh, you, nice.
2: You can't,
1: you can't lace. lace Gilman
2: probably. Yeah, he got some really tough uh, MCLs or LCLs or <laughs> Something. jacked up those ligaments, made him stronger.
1: So he made it. DT's back. He was dominant. He won. We were not surprised there. There was, we felt like, even though he had a, the tough side of the bracket, there's not a tough side when you're David Taylor in general. So he ran through it. We're already qualified at 97. Gwiz got it done. Um, 74, we were already qualified. So it was a it was a good day. Uh, oh my God. I'm, wa- I'm watching this.
2: Li- I'm watching your link right now that you just yeah. put up. You're welcome. Oh. Uh, Wow! Yeah, that, this because this looks like this is another one where I'd say, okay, he he's gonna go over here, and somehow he just keeps not going over.
1: From a technical wow. standpoint, I don't know what else you can you can do if you're like Tomasella or Ortega in that scenario because yeah. no. it is just tight. And he almost he starts to go over, but he yes. I don't know I don't know what happened, but um, man, NATO almost won this match too. It was just the last second takedown from from Gilman. This is an amazing match. Twenty seventeen World Team yeah. Trials were so freaking fun um yeah they were I, I hey, need, uh you know their trials in my life
2: i i want to talk about the nestor Tafur franklin gomez match
1: yeah i um, saw the
2: i saw the end of that one what the, did you the, see the questionable call yeah i, I so i would have went i think i would have went usually i hate it when people score this but i think it was uh so franklin gomez essentially on a single leg cutback position and the only direction that Tefor at this point can go is back this way. But he does do a good job of exposing Franklin. So I would have went to there, and then Gomez drives back into him and kind of puts him on his back. So I would have went it and two. I believe that was the original call on the mat. And then they eventually go 4-0 four, four Gomez, which I, I didn't like at all. Um, so I, I thought that wasn't called correctly. And obviously it gets Gomez the, the birth of the Olympics.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the stakes were so high in that moment. And it's Gomez in on the shot. I don't know. It looked like – it really looked like Taffer's four. I, I see four and one there. Well, for... Gomez was on his knee, though, so he
2: can't be four. Really? At the moment. Yeah, I believe so. I believe he was driving up, but he was kind of no, on his he's, knee. On the he's, off
1: like. his, he's on his knee, and then he comes wow. up. He's off. His Are knee. you watching it right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll retweet Jim Huff, who is uh, – who is huffing and puffing it, it, about this? He's not happy. It did
2: not feel it did not feel like a four when he hit it to me because I felt I felt like Gomez was a lot lower. I watched it back a few times, but maybe I'm
1: mistaken on that. Well, you know what, Gomez has had some uh, rough calls in his life, and uh, you know what, yeah. if, if there's one going his way, uh, I understand. I I think it's just you know what these situations. This this is we've seen some bad calls and some you know bad things oh, happen oh. In international tournaments. I'm like, Christian, you are
2: so fast today.
1: Yeah, I'm all over it, dude.
2: Yeah, um, I guess Gomez's knee is slightly off the mat. It's almost on the mat, but not quite. He he's off his knee. He comes knee. up. Yeah, he's You're off right. his You're knee. Right. And he right. takes right. him
1: through. I think that's four and one. But you know what? They don't have. There's no rules. There's no rules on the on the yeah. Rutherford Zane thing or Rutherford Yanni stuff. Yeah. There's no rule. You don't know. A thousand people can watch it. It's not a clear two and two or two this guy, two that guy. They don't know. They don't know here. It's like they have to just pick a thing. Who are we rewarding right now? Or is all exposure get called? Or does – what? I don't know what you do here. But you just got – they just have to pick what they want and just go with it because you can't have – there's so much like, oh, the intent or I stopped or I changed the direction. Because for Franklin Gomez, the direction to go is the direction in which Taffer is leading him, which is yes. like he's pinching this way. So it makes sense just to set him on your hip and, and get your four that way potentially. So yeah. to me, it's the rule set that is leading to this. I don't think this is some corrupt scenario or something. I don't think there's shenanigans going on here. I think this is like how do you watch this and know exactly how it should be called? I don't. But it's very easy for
2: people to think there are corrupt people because we've you got you guys have pointed out that corruption does happen.
1: Well, it has, but um, it has. But you can't just use sure. that. But yeah, yeah. When uh, when a, an official literally won't look at a review, when he looks this way, when they're trying to show, when Zachaire is trying to explain to him why it has to be this call, yeah. when they're just ignoring—that's one thing. But with this, you can't just. That happens. So you can't say every call you disagree with is that, right? It's just like... Sure, yeah. Sometimes you just need to look at the rules and say, we don't have great rules in a lot of... As exciting as freestyle is, there are still weird scenarios where all the officials don't know what what call to make because the language in the rules, as we, it's a problem we have in NCAA wrestling, right? With our edge rules are bad. They're written poorly. And so every official's interpretation... Makes it so – I don't know as a wrestler what will and won't be rewarded. It just depends on an official's interpretation. That's For any sport at any point in time, that's always going to be bad. It's always going to lead to things like the Nestor Taffer-Franklin Gomez situation and the Yanni Zane situation to continue more and more until the rules become more uniform and black and white. And This is not a black and white scenario. So I think you could say – you could easily go four and one for yeah. uh Taffer? Taffer you could go straight four for Gomez if you want Which is what that's what they did correct Um I believe so yeah Yeah at least two So yeah crazy yeah. crazy scenario um and highly you know it's unfortunate that a match comes down to that but I'm not team like this guy was screwed this guy wasn't screwed I think that's just the nature of freestyle rules um right now as great as they are as much as we enjoy them so did you want to talk more about um 65 ben i know you you mentioned it a little bit um where did well, it go well, wrong yeah. for zane like what was the technical mistake i mean i know he goes for I a mean, lace it's not there
2: yeah yeah he, go, he goes for a lace; laces not there and he can't get his arm back through to get to his belly and he gets caught uh, but a lot of people do, they, I don't want to say overly aggressively, but they, they attack that, um, situation where the guy's sitting on their butt and they transition right to the lace. They attack that one really quick before it's locked up really nice and tight. Um, and they expect it to get tighter as they roll. And obviously that's not what happened. And this guy, this guy what? how do you say his name? Christian Destrobats? I don't know. It's probably wrong. Yeah. De- um, yeah, that does not sound Argentinian. He's kind of scrappy. I, I went back and watched his match with Yanni the week before. He's kind of tricky. He's got a good feel. He's strong. And so, yeah, I mean,
1: Zane just put himself in in dangerous way, and uh, it got him. Yeah, and he's not some mop-over Argentinian. You know, he wrestled Yanni to a 7-4 match. Uh, yep. he's, a, he's an opponent to be respected. I'm sure Zane did respect him. And I tell you what, I give him a lot of credit for pinning Zane. The fact that he put him on his back with basically, mm, let's call it at 524, he puts Zane on his back. And he has to really fight for this fall. And Zane is like putting every ounce of energy he can to get Mm -hmm. off his back. You just don't see yep. especially in international wrestling. Guys aren't that good at putting dudes away, right? Yeah. This dude yeah. got freakishly strong for And that's not the easiest position to pin from. I mean, it's a good position, right? Obviously, he puts him away. But yes. there's a lot of scenarios where Zayn could have maybe got out of it. And yeah. he couldn't. He couldn't get out of it. And he, he pin- puts him away. So it's basically 30 seconds. He he holds Zane on his back. In international wrestling, most guys find a way to get unless they're in a cradle or some sort of scenario where their whole body is controlled. And he, he couldn't. Um, so yeah. You to your point, at the, international, at the international level, they're
2: not as good at pinning because they generally call the pins much faster, right? So the guys don't get as good at holding people there. It's like even if it happens right away or you know, they just roll over and they, they start working for another turn.
1: Yep, that's a really, that's a really good point. So he... Does get pinned, and ultimately that ends the shot at qualification for the Olympic Games for that tournament for Team USA. And like we always have when this happens, it's when Molinaro makes a team, when the wrong guy, when we think the wrong guy makes a team, when Zane is, this guy's a better international wrestler, or this could do be better – I will continue to rant against that mindset, yeah. especially when it comes to 65. Zane's our guy. Zane won the team. Won the spot outright and should be the one that's going, whether or not he's the best international. Where's the where's the proof that someone else would do better? And if they would do better, yeah. they would beat Zane. And if they can't beat Zane, then yes. they're not the better guy. Period. So yeah. I don't want. It. I just I know everyone thinks Jo Yanni. Okay, make the team, beat him in the bracket yep. in Raleigh, beat him in Final X, and then you'll prove it. If you can't beat him, then I I'm sorry. Then. I don't know. Agreed. And I know Yanni just beat Dexter Bats. I know that, but the, <clears throat> I'm tired of it. Be, win the spot, yeah. make the team, <laughs> then control it. Other than that, save it. And <laughs>
2: you're fired up, Christian. I am fired um,
1: I did it in 2016. I had to hear the Steber and Kennedy and Metcalf and all. It was annoying then. Molinaro was the guy, and he was the best guy. Right? As, as hard yeah. as it was for people to stomach that fact, it was the fact. And it, right now, same thing. I just don't like, we're not good at this weight, okay? We're not internationally elite at this weight. Not yet. That has not been proven, right? I can't wait for us to yeah. get a medal. We haven't medaled since Bill Zadig. He is now the coach. He's been this, the coach for some time.
2: About
1: how this is possible? Well, you know what?
2: Here's, why I, here's where I really, really struggle with it, Christian. Yeah. You know where, you know where I struggle? Tell me. You look at the 2016 Olympic trials bracket, and you say, oh, my God, this is one of the best brackets ever put together. Insane. So you look at the names on that list. And, but then at the same time, you say, okay, but then if you go to the A6 bracket, which at the time you weren't thinking that was as good, you have cha- multiple-time world champion Kyle Dick, multiple-time world champion Jaden Cox, multiple uh, – not multiple – world champion David Taylor, uh, world medalist Jake Herbert, multiple-time world team member Keith Gavin, and you say, okay, that bracket is obviously at the world level so much better, but at, at the domestic level, you say it probably wasn't as good, at least at that point in time. Why is it that our upper weights, mid, mid to upper weights, are having so much more? So we'll say seventy-four and up are having so much more success. Is it just? Is it just that the rest of the world is it can't wrestle those weight classes, or is it? We are somehow. I mean, the other thought that I have, Christian, is we overvalue how good our late what lightweights are because generally, the lightweights are the ones that win the four state titles, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, in high school. So we're following them because, right? As for a, a freshman at one fifty-two or one sixty, it's mm-hmm. very, very, very difficult for those people to have, na- especially national level success as a freshman. Whereas the kids at 103 and 112 and 120 generally can. Right. So are we over are we domestically overrating the smaller guys because of the process that we have or are internationally the upper weights easier
1: to wrestle? I don't think it's that because you know you look at the guys. I mean, it, we're talking about collegiate success. It's not what they were doing in high school. Zane Rutherford, Zane Rutherford had a good, a very good yeah. high school career. He's a transcendent college wrestler. Brent Metcalf was a transcendent yeah. college wrestler. Aaron Pico yeah. was on a trajectory unseen, yep. really, other than Kyle Snyder for a young wrestler and making the Olympic trials yep. finals at age eighteen. So I don't think it's yep. that. I think, I think what it is is this: Worlds is once a year, and that is maybe the toughest weight. Sixty-six and sixty-five is maybe just the toughest weight, and we just haven't had our, our best most. Um, we haven't had our best guys there for whatever reason. Our best guys have matriculated up weight. I think it's the guys we've had to send. The guys that have made the teams in conjunction with. That is just the toughest weight. If you look at sixty and sixty-one over the years, and now maybe throw out since it became a non-olympic weight, and we uh, we weren't that successful there. Like Coleman medaled. But we were not winning a lot of medals at that weight class either, 60, 61. Now, Logan won in 2016, the non-Olympic Worlds, and and we've had some medals since then. But those were kind of regarded as like the two toughest weights, right? And that's where I bet – I'm just saying it. I don't know if it's true.
2: I I, I always thought
1: 74 also was one of the toughest ones. Maybe. I don't think 74 was ever as deep. I think 74 had the – when it was Sargush and then we had Godoyev and then – uh, Godarzy, those, I think those were like... Yazdani. Yes, uh, Yazdani, yes, I guess, one, that one year. Uh, I think it had the high-end talent. I think 65, the problem we run to is it's so deep. You got a guy like Tobier, we're hitting in sure. round one. That's our round one opponent. And then that Tobier has to yeah. make the... It's, I just feel like it's deeper. I'm just saying sure. that. I, I don't know that it's necessarily true. But I think 60, 61, and 65, 66 have been weights where we've really struggled uh, in general. And beyond Coleman and Logan, we haven't had a lot of success in those weights either. So-, so, so
2: your 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 general take then is that at the world level, that is just the toughest weight class to medal at, and that that's all because I mean, Christian, it's not like a couple years thing. We're talking two thousand and six, mm. mm. two
1: thousand six. I mean, yeah. holy crap! Do you realize how long long ago that was? I wasn't. Uh, yeah, it's the year I got married, so that was. a What, what was were you long doing? Ago. You got married? I got married. Were you in, in college? Yeah, there's a lot of overlap. You were, yeah, I was in college still.
2: So. Okay, I, I was just making sure I didn't. Are you 35? How old are you? 34.
1: You, I'm older than you. Yeah, dude. Ha, you're a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats on the birth. <laughs> that's something important for me, Ben. Uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I'm my that's my thought. It's the best weight, and we for whatever reason we haven't. Um, like we've been good enough. There's yeah. been times where I don't know, just other weights are weaker, period. That's what I think. Yeah. That's probably I'm why. And sure. other sure. weights are weaker and we have better guys, maybe there. So it's a combination of like maybe you know, we have Snyder and Jaden and Jordan Burroughs, and they are they are better wrestlers than our 65 reps, right? And yeah. then our 65 reps are maybe just a rung below Jordan, Jaden, and, and those guys, but they're in such a tougher field. So they're slightly not as good. And they're in way tougher fields. In that combination, maybe a little bad luck. What, what about to... prior to Bill Zad? I'm trying to like prior to Bill Zadik, who was our rep at
2: that weight class? I'm trying to remember. Was it Bono? No, Bono never was. Was he? Uh
1: um, oh, Jamil
2: Kelly. Jamil Kelly world medals, right?
1: Yeah, the 2000, uh, 04 Olympics. He was silver, right? Yeah. So he uh, Jamil Mellit made it two years in a row, right? No, three and four. I think so. Now, now we're you're really testing my. Mind. I don't have the, Uh-oh. the knowledge that. Who far made back. it? In, what about in
2: two thousand? In two thousand, let's see. It would have been Guerrero was at. Well, the weight classes were different,
1: right? Yeah, they were different. Now,
2: what it would have been Guerrero, Joe Williams. Who was the other Olympian?
1: Damn it, Kerry
2: oh. Colette? In two thousand, it was. In two thousand, it was sixty-eight. Was Kerry Colette. That's a hundred and shoot, one hundred thirty-eight pounds or something.
1: Terry was fifty eight, and then sixty three, then sixty nine. We did not. Sixty nine was Terry. McElravey was sixty nine.
2: So Kerry was sixty three. That yes. so sixty three was like one hundred thirty eight. So there was no one hundred forty five pound weight class. Sixty three was
1: basically what we what we had there. So yeah, sixty three. Yeah, tough wow. to say. Okay, so that's um, I don't know. We got we got on a little bit of a sixty five kilogram tangent there. Um, Christian,
2: Uh, let me, let me break something down for you. There's going to be no events for, (laughs) I don't know, a long Uh. effing time. We're going to have to talk about a lot of stuff that is not actually happening.
1: Yes. It will be all about the past and what is, what has happened. Um, the past or sometime way in the future that we're not sure about or,
2: or or theoretical arguments, uh, because there'll be actually no actual matches.
1: That is yeah that's true so get used to the tangents oh my t- goodness where Lincoln McElravey <laughs> comes up um, that's gonna happen more and more okay
2: uh, Lincoln Mclravy he was so good I remember
1: <laughs> oh my goodness
2: that was you guys know where my my passion for Olympic wrestling started at 2000 Olympic trials in Dallas Texas really yeah That's I listen I don't know now, now that I'm coaching kids and I see how protective their parents are of them um I was 15, Christian, and the U.S. Wrestling was doing some camp in conjunction with the trials. I found it in an FM magazine. <laughs> I convinced my parents to fly me there and give me my own, get me in my own hotel room. And I did the camp and I watched the trials by myself. Can you really? believe that? At 15, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Chuck and Michelle. Yeah, t- I, I, I turned <laughs> oh 16 uh, in July of 20, 2000. 16, so I was it was June. I was 15. By myself in Dallas. I didn't do anything. I didn't get in any trouble. I just went and watched the trials. I went to camp. Um, you want to hear a funny story from that? Yeah. What's this? We got nothing to talk about. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm blanking on the guy's name right now, but I had this guy who was he was my partner every day at the camp. And you know, they would have a different awesome guy teach every single day. And John Smith was the teacher one day, and for whatever reason, he was teaching right by where, you know, me and this other dude were working out working out at. The guy was from Illinois. He was actually pretty good. I can't remember his name. And I was I was a sophomore. I had had zero national level success to this point, but John Smith liked like the way the dude was moving and the way the dude was wrestling. And he like stopped and talked to our group for a whole bunch of time. And he like he offered the dude to walk on. He's like, you should come walk on Oklahoma State. And uh, oh my I remember thinking, like I was, I was kind of sh- more shy at this point in time in my life. You know, I was only 15, and I was like, "Damn it! Why didn't John Smith ask me to come walk on? <laughs> he he messed up." Oh, <laughs> um. uh, I don't remember what the guy's other guy's name was. I don't maybe think he's he listening. Up- do you,
1: re- hey guy, do you remember drilling? Remember when you walked on to Oklahoma State? He didn't know he didn't walk on. I believe he went to JUCO somewhere. Okay, I'm blanking. Uh, yeah, come on, man. And, well, he didn't have the we'll grades somehow
2: damn it who was that i don't remember anyways that's pretty so that was sick. Of my, my passion for olympic wrestling you know i watched terry brands make the olympic team you know after he came back that was awesome Car the Kerry colette bill's attic series was awesome that was a freaking awesome olympic trials
1: dang i wish i could have seen it i didn't even really yeah. know what wrestling was in the year 2000 um just kind of oh my goodness! Now.
2: And then the other one that I was really sad about was Carrie. Carrie McCoy beat uh Stephen Neal to make the team. I, I was sad? a huge Stephen Neal. I was a huge Stephen Neal fan. I love Stephen Neal. Why? And then he lost. uh you? I don't know. Who knows? I just like started watching <laughs> him and I loved him. And then he, he won. He won. He won the world championship in 1999. You know, like when no one really knew who he was at the world level. um had a crazy match with the Cuban guy. I believe that was Alexis Rodriguez at that how'd point how'd you watch in time. that it It wasn't live. I don't even remember. I was like they I, th- I think maybe they posted a few ma I think they had the finals replay on ESPN or something to that man. effect you know like two what well, it was it was like two months later they show it at like 10 pm on and then you have your mom recorded on on the vHS tape because <sighs> you know there's no DVR at that point or anything. no something to that effect.
1: oh man, that's wild. Super fan. Bracky's Brack, such a young
2: punk. He probably doesn't even remember. You know, like, listen, back in the day, we weren't spoiling that DVR. <laughs> We'd have like, oh, shit, that's showing at like midnight. Oh, I need to like, I plug my VHS tape into the the, the VCR player. I have to calculate at what time it's going to record at in the channel. I don't even know how you do it anymore. But
1: somehow you did do it. And it would record and then you would have a tape with all your stuff on it. Yeah,
0: I never did yeah. that. Man, (laughs) you never (laughs) really even in like I remember (laughs) I was was eight in 2000. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, When did when did DVR happen? I don't know. Twenty.
1: I don't know. I didn't have a DVR till like twenty twelve or thirteen. I know it was around way before then, but I didn't have one. Uh, what? No, it was way earlier than that. It had to be like 2004 or I'm something. I'm saying it existed before then. I'm saying I never had like a TiVo or a, a cable box that could DVR stuff until like 2012. Are you kidding me? That's when I had it, Ben. You could have had it before. <laughs> That's a... when I had it. Are you... That's I didn't realize it was the Stone Ages. <laughs> oh, stop. I just – no. It was... 19... it was embedded in 1999. I know. I know. I just didn't, didn't – uh... Yeah, didn't have it, so make fun of me oh if you want. Oh, my weren't. God. It's a life changer. Having wow. Dinner? Okay. All right, so Bracky never never had to record a tape. We had friends that were Redskins fans, but they didn't have cable, so we would, like, record the – or Cowboys fans, and we would have to record the games for them, and they would come by. No, and, then, and you'd give would, them a they come by <laughs> Sunday. Yes, I swear. I swear. They'd come uh, by, and uh, we would oh give them Oh, my gosh. Because you can't you, – in, like, some parts of Virginia, you can't get – you can't even get the – to channel if you wanted to like there's parts of what we lived in a part of churchville you could get cable but other parts you couldn't get cable so you just had to like yeah (laughs) are you (laughs) kidding me come on that you never there's no place uh, there's places like that in wisconsin i'm sure maybe not in. i don't not that i've heard of (laughs) head to manitowoc county i guarantee the avery's don't didn't have cable they maybe stole cable or something
2: you know okay. which families from uh uh Mantua County I think they'll probably come beat you up is the 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 Bianchi family.
1: I I'll love for the Bianchis in Arkansas Little Rock. No, <laughs> no. Arkansas. <laughs> well, there's one still
2: in Mantua County. Well, that's okay. actually two because a- a- Angie, the little sister, also wrestles. She's pretty scrappy too. They all might right. just come come give you a beatdown. Family beatdown.
1: Well,
0: wow.
1: I I you know all respect to the Bianchis and, <laughs> and residents of Mantua County. I hope I'm saying it right. Uh, I'm probably not. <laughs> we want to do something cool. I don't know. Maybe we'll start it tomorrow or something. Yeah. Because there's no NCAA tournament, and that is that remains sad. But we were thinking, what could we do? Maybe go through like a round-by-round thing – Where we go over, like, our favorite round one matches and memories and, like, upsets and crazy stuff. And then we'll do a show that's, like, round two matches. There's some crazy ones in there. One thing I'm noticing, Ben, and and we kind of used arbitrarily, chose, like, 2009 as the starting point for when we started to look back. There's so many guys in the bracket that were, like, just dudes that become guys. Like, um... Yeah. Mike Millers and Brandon Hatchets and and there's like name after name after name of guys unseated as freshmen and sophomores that ended up being yeah. NCAA champions and finalists. And I'm forgetting a bunch of the names right now. Uh, it's it's really interesting to go back and look now and see, whoa, that guy went from this to a national champion. And it was routine. And now you don't see yeah. that as much anymore. Where a guy goes I, I from feel a guy-
2: like – Maybe it's hindsight bias, Christian. I mean, maybe yes. I'm wrong. We need we need to do some type of statistical report, but even like Jordan Burrows was he was an unseat as a freshman. I yeah, mean why, yeah, what do you to, mean?
1: What's hindsight bias about that?
2: I mean I don't I meaning meaning that it because you know how all of those stories ended up, um, that you, you think there's more. Like I'm sure there's a whole bunch of stories right now of guys who are freshmen and sophomores. Uh, who we don't know how good they're, you know, say like a Taylor Lujan. Like, if you would have thought about this last year, say he say he would have won this week in Minnesota, right? We don't know, yes or no. Um, but if you would have thought about that last year, you would have thought Taylor Lujan's a national champion. You only think because you know the end of the story.
1: Well, <clears throat> maybe so. But I think if you say, okay, I would like to think that if you take this 184 field minus the Valencia with Taylor Lujan, and you look at this way, you would I don't think a year ago you would say, that's ridiculous that Taylor Lujan would be the one. And we're talking about Trent Hiley, Hunter Boland. I don't think we would think that. I think what will be interesting, looking from like 2009 to 2013-14, and then looking from 2013-14 to 14 to yeah. 2019, I think we'll have a good idea if what I'm saying is true or not true. It seems like mm. it happens a lot. We'll just look for it. You know, Frank Frank Molinaro was an unseeded – 19 and 16 freshman.
2: He was uh, terrible. He was cutting way too much weight. Way too much weight. But he,
1: people forget he placed that year. That was like... He did.
2: My friend, yeah, Marcus Hayden gassed him out at the, at the national duels. And I remember thinking, like, I thought Frank Molinaro was like a high school national champion.
1: Like, I thought he was good or something. He's a bum. Yeah. He, <laughs> it, it took a little bit, right? Uh, so I'm going to go back and yeah. I'm going look to look at it through that lens. There's some crazy okay. ones in there.
0: Before we get started, we got some news from the IOC. Oh, Uh Uh They put out a story. It says the situation around the COVID-19 virus is also impacting preparation for the Olympic Games 2020 and is changing day by day. The IOC remains fully committed to the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 and with more than four months to go before the Games, there is no need for any drastic decisions at this stage and any speculation at this moment would be counterproductive. The IOC encourages all athletes to, to continue to prepare for the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 as best they can. And just goes on to say wow. that they'll update as soon as they know more. But right now, they don't want to not have the games.
1: I feel like per- putting out the press release that everything's on his schedule is like the first sign that it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the thing. Literally, the day before USA Wrestling's like trials will go on as as planned. Literally, I think the next day, no trials. NCAA that Star Tribune yeah. article comes out. NCAA's no plans to change. The next day. True. The next day was no fans. The day after that, the thing was canceled. So, well, that's the- why. I mean, everything's changing
2: so fast. I don't know why they feel the need to put out statements, you know, like yeah. definitive statements so
1: far ahead of time. I mean, don't don't stop planning. I mean, keep planning to do the thing. I guess that does make sense. But I don't understand the purpose of not right. I don't know.
2: Of- yeah, I mean, wh- why put a definitive statement? Uh, what. With- Honestly guys, we don't know how this is going to look 7 days from now. No. Maybe some maybe they get a medicine that works and we're in a completely different place than we are right now. Maybe it gets out of hand and again, we're in a completely different place than we are right now, but if you I mean Christian, you brought it I think at the start of the show you said how differently this looked the last time we talked. Yeah. The last time we talked was 5 days ago last Thursday
1: morning. We were breaking down brackets a less than a week ago. There's, yes. It had it, it not really entered our mind that this was a possibility, right? Yeah. It really had. As much as we were like, okay, well, no fans, that's going to stay in caution. Okay, but they'll have NCAAs. And then, you know, I got a text that, what was it, r- soon after FRL Thursday, th- it's done. Yeah. It's ha- not happening. And then a couple of hours later, it comes out. So just everything changes so fast. Now, it goes from that to no schools in a, basically a week, and no one's in school for weeks. Yes. Yeah. Like how uh, The point of putting out a press release is what? I don't know, but it's the IOC. They are,
2: you know. Yeah. don't get The me press release should just say, guys, we don't know what's going to happen. When we know more in, in a month, we'll let you know. But at this point, we're just not sure.
1: Yeah, they don't know nothing.
0: Our producer, Tyler, just sent me an article that the Japan Olympic Committee Deputy Chief Kozo Tashima said Tuesday he tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, my God. <laughs> So you got, like, officials directly involved with the games testing positive. So many
1: famous people have coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Stringer Bell, Forrest Gump all have coronavirus. The UT uh, president and his wife have have coronavirus. It's crazy.
2: People are, I guess people were just saying that, it, I mean, at least what I've been reading is that access to testing is not all that great. Um, so that... A lot of the more wealthy, well-connected people are getting tested earlier.
1: Exactly. That's why all – yeah. so That what is I'm...
0: why West Virginia has zero positive cases. At
1: the <laughs> 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 they didn't even give them any tests. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie said you can't – you literally can't infect my people.
0: <laughs> no, I was, I was talking to my parents last zero. night. And they said – I think they said 80 people have been tested so far. We're good. So coronavirus is 0 for 80. Wow.
1: O- 0 for 80. So my brother, was, he's a physician's assistant. And he was saying basically they don't have the tests yet or they didn't at that point when I talked to him. And basically he's like all these rich people will have positive tests because they're the ones that have access to the testing right now as they yeah. look to get tests to everyone. He, like, t- he told my mom, he's like – Ryan's very cautious um, individual. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get it at some point. Like It's br- just probably going to happen, the nature uh-huh. of how many like patients he's going to see? So that's the the main problem is like all these healthcare providers are going to probably get it just through the sheer numbers of people they're going to see. So got to be thinking about it. that's why flattening the curve is going to be so important. That's the the three words that everyone's saying all the time.
0: In the well, in the that other that one rev- that dry- sorry, Kyle, go ahead. No, I was just going to add in that release um, from the IOC. The Japanese Prime Minister Abe Shinzo said, I want to hold the Olympics and Paralympics perfectly as proof that the human race will conquer the new coronavirus, and I gained support for that from the G7 leaders.
1: I thought the G7 was called the G8. What's the G8? Didn't they kick someone out? Who got kicked out?
2: I don't know, Russia. Russia?
1: Yeah, Russia should (laughs) probably not be involved.
2: Putin is a great leader. What are you talking about, Christian? mm,
1: Yeah. (laughs) He's just the best. Um. (sighs) Sorry about that. Sorry, yeah, Russia, deuces. Now, okay, you were gonna say the other thing that bothers you. I said something about flattening the curve, Ben, and you're like,
2: Oh, yeah, the one. uh, Listen, I don't have another term for it, but social distancing. I like, I can't, I can't bring myself to say it. It's annoying as shit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Can't we think of another term, Christian? Can't we just say stay away from people? Hey, how about you don't go,
1: don't get close to people? Why we gotta make? Why, why we gotta be cute about it? Social distancing. Yeah, it's a little. It is cute. I don't like cute. Don't rule number one. Don't be cute. All right. Do you want to? Do you want to have some questions? Answer some questions. Um, well, I
2: mean, yeah. Let's answer we've got two friends.
1: Questions. Okay. How would Ben change his Olympic training when we don't know when events are happening? Asked locked hands. That's, that's what I'm saying. I, I would. I'd flip out. I don't know. I would. Yeah. Fortunately, you have a brother who is pretty good at wrestling too. You can just train yeah. with him. Just keep him safe. Just bring Max over and um, yeah. Your your power I, mostly, sequence may have to be changed. You may not have to be able to get to your Gold's Gym. I I didn't lift much that year because
2: I was trying to make seventy four kg. So it was, it was significantly more cardio. It just just a, a little supplementary lifting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm trying to think. College Ben. I don't. I think. Listen, because everything in, in me wants to say this is this is crap. I won't get sick, and I think College Ben would have been like, you know, middle fingers to this thing. And I just would have kept training until they locked me out, and I had to map my basement. I would have invited my team over to keep training, um, and that probably would have been the most wise thing I could have done. But that's probably what I would have done. Yeah,
1: dude, they're closing all the gyms. All the gyms are getting closed. It's really bad. That's yeah, that's a bridge too far for me, but probably makes sense. Uh, if you're a guy who injured out of conference, how much do you regret that now? I don't know what that matters. Um, If you had the power to put in one rule or change a rule for next NCAA season, what would it be? asks Shane Friend. Duh. Hello, McFly. If you're not watching him, InstaDeath. Duh. <laughs> Mine's a step out. A straight step out. Uh, Christian,
2: I need you on Team InstaDeath. How do I convince you?
1: Hey, I, it's not that I'm not on team. I'm prioritizing and executing. The number one problem in college wrestling is the edge rules, right? Or the number one rule problem in college wrestling is the edge rules are bad. So I want to fix that first. Uh, that's priority okay. one. And then I'm I like the insta death. I think that's fun. Let it never be said I'm not team insta death. You let Kyle, I am, yeah, I'm, I'm it up, t-
0: Kyle. Oh, I'm team insta-death. Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm team.
1: I want it to be less. I don't want it to be four minutes or three and a half minutes. I want a three-minute insta-death. You get ridden for that's, three minutes. Sorry about your thats fast, That's fast, Christian. I love it. Second period. 30 seconds into the second period. You can't oh, get out on board. Ha! It's great. Done. Right, oh, my no- goodness. Nomad's Apology Pills asks, what's your toilet paper sitch? People are hoarding toilet paper, Ben.
2: So dumb. I couldn't even believe it. So, listen, I I brought that up. Listen, if I had to, if things came to worse, worse, listen, I wipe my ass with a rag, I, I'd wash it <laughs> off, and I'd wipe it again. It's like, what am I gonna make my butt re dirty? Am I gonna re dirty my butt? Like, give me a break here. I'm getting the food, the food. The food. Is, the food is going in my cart, Christian. The food is going in my cart. I don't need the toilet paper now. I do have a lot of toilet paper, and I, I think it'll be <laughs> fine. I'm not wipe my butt with a rag. But I don't get it.
0: Oh my gosh! I'm I'm concerned for Spay. Yeah, he seems to be running low. Spay's running low. <laughs> he
1: keeps his apartment, I think, operating on minimum capacity, so he could just uh, abandon it at any point in time. But yeah, he does not have a lot of supplies. I'm a little worried. Really?
0: Yeah. Yes. And he tried to go get some. Um, and yeah, I it's... went to H E B on Sunday just because that's when we usually go to the grocery store to get our stuff for the week. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was much busier than usual, but they had everything. Really? Yeah. Oh, my god! I didn't have a nice. problem getting anything, but the day before, I saw Bader and Spade trying to go, and they were at it like everything, so I don't know if I just hit really? it at the right time.
1: I think if you go in the mornings, <laughs> you're better off the longer. I went right
0: when they opened, yeah. Yep,
1: that's what you got to do. Other than that, because they're restocking all night, and then yeah. Katie went yesterday, and so, there's like no meat, there's no milk. People,
0: Wow. Are, oh. I got all the meats.
1: Yeah, milk. It's like Milk. Yeah, how much milk can you keep in your fridge? Milk doesn't last that long. You can't just like stockpile and f- maybe you can freeze milk. <laughs> maybe people are told me You can freeze milk. milk. You can I didn't think you could do that. You could do I that? Think, Is I think that Debbie. For real? Debbie Piles used to freeze milk. I forget why. Oh my god. <laughs> she, oh, I know why. My brother <laughs> Weston. Weston drinks so my middle brother drinks so much milk. He would just drink glass after glass after glass of chocolate milk. It's probably why. He was a hardball. Dude, he this he is so much like Ryan and I are both like five eight. Weston's like five ten and like just way bigger than us. I think it's probably because he just pounded milk constantly and mom couldn't keep enough milk in the house, so I think that's why. So mom uh, throws milk.
2: That that's pretty. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Old okay. Debbie Piles. Yep.
1: D P. Hey, how
2: there. much? How much? How much? Uh, peppers Debbie Piles have in her house right now?
1: <laughs> well, it's just her and dad, so I would assume a regular <clears throat> amount. I'm hopeful. I
2: I also heard that they're selling bidets on Amazon for like 20 bucks. Which chance you guys get those?
1: <laughs> you might have to – I think my – I think Ryan – oh, Ryan. He's got a uh, – I think he has a bidet. He's fancy like really? that. Really? Yeah. What a dork. Um, all right. We already talked a little bit about if the, how the team race would change if uh, everyone got another year. Um, they want us to do a mock NCAAs. Maybe we'll do something like that at some point. We're going to have nothing but time for mock everything. We're probably going to have mock everything. Yeah. Um, Can everyone wants us to have a tournament for like an NCAA tournament. That's a great idea. We would love to do that. We're kind of looking at maybe can we throw something together? Maybe not a full tournament, but a really cool card with some of the most interesting NCAA matches. Um, Yeah, maybe we do that. That would be really sick. But Um, right now you can't really plan anything right now is the other thing. It's like, what do we do? Ask them, hey, Vincenzo, do you want to wrestle Alex Marinelli? When? I don't know. Where? Not sure. Cool. I'm in. Like, that's, uh, It's hard enough to get guys to want to wrestle anyways. When you have none of the details, um, you know, it's kind of hard. Yeah. C- can you pay me? Don't know. So that makes it tough. Um, yeah. If you had to be quarantined with one wrestling personality for two weeks, who would it be? Hashtag FRL questions. Um.
2: Well, I know a guy I can spend a lot of time with and not try to lose my mind on him, and he would also entertain me, and that is the one, the only Mark Bader. So that you would be my pick. say that.
1: Um, I don't know if I could do two weeks of Bader or not. I have. <laughs> um, it's, it's, inten- it's, intense. it's it's intense. It's intense. It's intense. It's intense. He's never off. Um, ah, <laughs> uh, who would it be? Who's like kind of low? Probably either honestly either either I'm just thinking FRR flow people probably Bracky or Bray Bracky and I have stayed together a ton so mm-hmm. we like kind of you know we work pretty well together um, more low key we get along I don't know if Bracky would feel the same because we no <laughs> for sure I'm a little extra
0: uh yeah and then I, I I've stayed with Bray before yep. Nomad's fine sometimes Bray does
1: uh. <laughs> You know streak, yeah. So you would have to be. Uh, to I don't know how the legal system prepared to deal with streakers during. This Nomad day could
0: uh, give you some comedy just because he does some really bizarre things and says really off the wall things and has really weird <laughs> takes. But that could make it fun. Yeah, it could make you want to punch him. It could. I also want someone that
1: doesn't snore. That's good. Nomad just like dies. He'll he'll really <laughs> like fall asleep on his computer, but he doesn't. He's a very silent sleeper, so that's good too. Yeah, Nomad's Nomad's a fun. Fun hang. Uh, okay, anything else in here before we before we go here nine? I think we have time to get it tomorrow. <laughs> that we do. That we freaking do. Let's wanna plan on doing some round one talk, Ben. Tomorrow, tomorrow round yeah. One NCAA let's, memories. Let's do it. We're gonna take a trip down memory lane. I was having a lot of fun doing this because two thousand nine was the first NCA yeah. I ever attended, right? So I have a lot of fond, fond memories of that, and they're vivid, and that's, so that's really a good starting point for me. So I'm glad we arbitrarily chose that year. That was a fun year. So I guess we'll call it. Well, it was a show. We're back. We're thanks. We're gonna keep doing this. You know, we have nothing else to do. Our marching orders from Ray Machuca, Chief Creative Officer: Keep making content. Keep putting stuff out. You guys are gonna be all home. You all have internet. So, we're going to try to put some new stuff in front of you. We're going to have a lot more studio programming. There's a lot more coming after this. I think Bader and Bray have a show coming. They've got a bunch of guests coming on. So, it's going to be exciting times for wrestling content, we think. uh, We have some films we're working on. So, good stuff coming. Sorry about the hard times. We're all in this together. Be safe. Don't do... Give us, by next show, give us an alternative phrase to use other than social distancing, okay? Something Hate less it. cute, something less clinical sounding, something a little more real. That's what we're looking for. For Ben Askren, Kyle Brackham, Christian Piles, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks.
2: See ya.